Welcome to After the Fact, a Knowing Faith mini episode where we look to take a big question and address it in just a few minutes. Typically, the questions we consider will line up with our larger topic for the season. That's certainly true for our time today. We're discussing Romans on Knowing Faith this season, and joining us today is Dr. Jonathan Pennington. Dr. Pennington is professor of New Testament at the Southern Baptist Theological Seminary and the pastor of spiritual formation at Sojourn East Church in Louisville. He is also the author of several books, including, but not limited to, Reading the Gospels Wisely, The Sermon on the Mount and Human Flourishing, Jesus the Great Philosopher, and Small Preaching, 25 Little Things You Can Do Now to Make You a Better Preacher. Dr. Pennington, welcome to After the Fact. Thanks for joining us. Always great to chat with you. Well, uh, Dr. Pennington, you are a friend of the show. We've had you on many times to talk about big issues, small issues, and I'm glad that you're here again. Here's our big question today. Is Paul's gospel different from Christ's gospel? Such a great question and an important one because we really care about the Bible being unified, right? We believe the Bible's all uh, speaking with one voice, yet also it doesn't always say the same thing on every page. So it's a great question to ask. Now, as you know, I'm a Gospels guy, so I spend most of my Mm -hmm. life in the Gospels. So I think it's, it's fun for me to ask this question, too, as we think about how do the Gospels relate to this famous letter of Paul, the the letter Mm -hmm. to the Romans. And how I'd answer that is I'd say that what's entirely consistent between the Gospels and all of Paul's letters is that they all think the Gospel is the message about the kingdom of God. Hmm. Now, that may not initially strike one when you first start reading Romans, especially uh, because we as Protestants Uh, Romans has really played a central role in understanding of emphasizing the particular message that we receive. We can be in a relationship with God through Jesus Christ, not according to uh, the Mosaic law and not according to our own works earning our salvation. So that's really important to us in our understanding of the Bible. And so um, that actually sometimes creates a kind of a weird thing. Like, how does that mm-hmm. relate to what Jesus says in the Gospels? But, but again, I would say that it all ties together with this mega idea of the kingdom of God. And, and let me just point this out to you in Romans. For, for first, let's, let's think about how Paul's ministry is described by his disciple Luke in the book of Acts. Uh, mm-hmm. All the way through, Paul's ministry is described as him preaching and teaching about Jesus, and particularly about Christ's kingdom. And if you look at the very end of Acts, the summary that Luke gives us about to describe how uh, what Paul was doing, it says in the very end of Acts that Paul was in prison uh, and he was teaching the kingdom of God to anyone who would listen, basically. So it's very interesting kind of setup before you get to the book of Romans that, that Acts tells us that Paul's preaching about the kingdom of God. And then if you look at Romans, he talks about all these very important and beautiful things about the relationship of, of uh, Christianity to the Mosaic Covenant and how we can mm-hmm. have a relationship with God through Jesus. But when he gets to the end, he starts talking then again about, he brings it all together with this language of the kingdom of God. For example, uh, he talks about uh, that at, at the end of the day, 1417, Romans 1417, for the kingdom of God. He's kind of summing it all up. The kingdom of God is not a matter of eating and drinking, but of righteousness. This big idea Paul's going to talk about in Romans. Righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. 
So as it gets to the end, as he kind of says, here's the end of my sermon, here's the end of my uh, big ideas, he brings it back to what he talked about all the time, exactly what Jesus talked about, which is what is, how do you get into the kingdom of God? What is really the kingdom of God? So all that to say, and maybe you want to ask a question on that, but all that to say is that I think there's an entire consistency between Paul and Jesus and Paul and the Gospels, and it's all centered on understanding that the Gospel message is the message that God is coming into the world to restore his reign upon the earth and to bring flourishing and shalom to the whole earth. And that only comes through Jesus Christ, who is, after all, Christ means king. It's the anointed one, right? So it's all consistent. Um, Paul is emphasizing a special certain problems that he ran into with a misunderstanding of that gospel message. The gospels, I think, are giving us the most comprehensive kind of vision for this message where Jesus is preaching the kingdom of God. But I think it's all all centered around the same big idea of God's restoration of his reign upon the earth. Yeah, you know, I think that's that's absolutely crucial because when people, uh, early readers, uh, like I'm talking about early readers, not in the life of the church, but like er, new disciples, when you start walking them through the gospels and then you take them to the letters of Paul, I find that they often feel like, whoa, whoa, whoa okay, I'm mm-hmm. dealing with something very different now. And one of the questions that I, I wonder is I wonder, and and this could be total, you might just say like, no, Kyle, that's dumb, uh, which would be that you wouldn't be the first. JT and Jen have said that many times, as you well know. But uh, I wonder sometimes if our if the gap that we experience or the gap that we feel between the uh, Paul, the content of Paul's gospel and the content of Christ's gospel is exacerbated by the differences of genre. Like that, okay, well, the gospel form, the, the genre of the gospels, the way that they're written, the way that the literature is formed is just very different than the epistles. Do you think that plays into that feeling of that gap that we feel like exists between, okay, Paul is focusing on all of these very straightforward, middle of the fairway. He wants to talk about, he wants to define these terms very clearly, whereas the gospels maybe are allowing the historical narrative to provide just more... I don't know. Pros is that is that unfair to say? Uh, is do we do do you feel like that gap in conversation is is exacerbated by a difference in genre? Yeah, I appreciate the golf reference woven into that middle of the fairway. It's a, yeah, appreciate that. Um, yeah, you know, I think that's part of it. I don't think that's wrong. Um, I would not say it's the primary thing going on, though. I, I okay. do think there is a genre difference. I think the primary difference of feel that you get mm-hmm. and different emphases—they really do sure. emphasize different things has more to do with the um, not the nature of the literature itself as genre, but the occasion. That is mm-hmm. that the Gospels are really presenting themselves as comprehensive biographies of the central person that our faith is based on. And what an ancient biography does, which the Gospels are, is they provide a, uh, a repository of the person's teachings and a, a testimony to what they did, how they lived. Um, and so that's what the gospels do. And so I guess you could kind of say that's a genre thing. But the difference with Paul's letters is not so much just that they're letters, but that they're written to specific situations to address problems, right? And so this is what we call the occasional nature of the epistles. That is that they are written to particular occasions. And so even Romans, which is a little bit more generalized than some of the other letters, like First and Second Corinthians, even it has a purpose behind it to clarify a problematic understanding, particularly Mm -hmm. the problematic understanding that many of the Judaizers, who are these people who 
uh, were con- in conflict with Paul a lot, who said, yeah, Jesus is great, but you also need the Mosaic Covenant, right? right. And so he's very, in, in Galatians and Romans, he's particularly strongly arguing, no, that's not, the, that's not the gospel. You don't need Jesus plus the Mosaic Covenant, and I'll show you why. And so I would say it's not explicitly the genre, but more the occasion of the gospel's comprehensive goal versus the letter's uh, particular arguments that they're making. That's really helpful. Dr. Pennington, it's always a joy to get to speak with you. Thank you for making time to talk with us today. Thank you. After the Fact is brought to you by the Southern Baptist Theological Seminary. If you want to study with incredible professors like Dr. Pennington, head over to sbts.edu and discover why Southern Seminary is trusted for truth.